Welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I am a sixth-degree black belt in the universal martial art, a fifth-degree master in the Taekwondo martial art, and also a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over two years in Kabuto weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. Now today's example, let me see here. We are talking about in the Cobra Kai Netflix show, there is a scene where they are mixing cement and working their muscles to get stronger. Then Sensei Johnny Lawrence tells them to get inside the cement truck and try to make it turn around. Now this is a difficult task, but they ended up uh, making it move and they successfully completed their task. Now Johnny used this as part punishment and part metaphor to teach them that, that if they do not keep training and stay focused, that they will get stuck just like cement. Okay, so um, I thought I'd use that as an example today. Uh, because our topic is mixing cement, okay? We are examining the work task of mixing cement, okay? Um, a little history on this. Um, when we were kids, uh, my dad, uh, brother, and I, we laid cement down on the back porch when, the, uh, when we, were, uh, we were just mixing it up like, uh, like the kids from Cobra Kai. Um, it is a lot of work. Uh, I have done it a, a few times in my life after that, mixing it for posts and for mailboxes, etc. Um, and uh, so um, it, it's very difficult, okay, uh, to do it, uh, to do a good job and also to do it right. Now, um, we're not going to go into the details today on uh, how you, uh, you know, lay and use the tools, the masonry tools to, uh, to, to, to uh, form the cement. Uh, but we're just going to talk mostly about the mixing of cement before you get ready to use it. Okay. Um, I am um, thought this topic. I've had this topic uh, for a long time uh, in the queue. I just uh, haven't got a chance to do it yet, and um, it seemed uh, appropriate now because in my new studio I'm uh, getting ready to uh, mix some cement for two reasons. Uh, we're going to um, uh, mix some uh, self-leveling uh, uh, for the new martial arts school to level some of the floor. Uh, some of the floors are uneven, so we're using that to uh, level it up before I put the mats down. And also, too, um, I um, in uh, Michigan here we have a lot of brick buildings, and uh, my uh, my uh, front of my uh, studio is brick, and the back of my studio is uh, cinder block. Um, but I have a whole bunch of bricks in the back. Uh, so all the bricks in the back, um, I want to reuse. We have, I have a ton of them um, in the back storage room. And uh, I don't want to get rid of them, but I want to use them. And I haven't figured out if I want to use them inside or outside. Um, but I'm thinking maybe I might want to do it outside. We'll see. But anyways, um, we're getting ready to use those as well. So I thought it would be a good idea to do the mixing cement topic today. So um, for the work task of helping your dad um, or dad doing martial arts and uh, doing the uh, exercise himself, 
Um, I encourage all of my students and of course all of my previous students to help their uh, dads out uh, when doing this exercise. Um, most of the time you'll do it when you do a fenced in backyard or if you're going to put a post in for like a flagpole or mailbox. But first of all, to start the work task, you must get the wheelbarrow and the shovel. Okay, uh, you put the, uh, I, I like to start uh, everything with a little bit of water and then uh, start uh, pouring in the cement powder and then um, adding more water to it after that. Okay, just because sometimes I think if you have it all powder at first, then, um, you know, it doesn't, uh, it all stays on the bottom and you can't get the, I can't get it to mix right. Then you um, have to keep on stirring it and uh, trying to get the consistency right, right, right where you want it. You want it to be kind of like mud, uh, but you, you want it to be able to be poured and be able to be moved and manipulated. So if it's too thick, you can't move it. And if it's, um, you know, too watery, then it's uh, not good either. So keep on adding more and more water um, until you get it right. But remember that you can't, you can always add water, but you can't take it away. So one thing you could do is you could save a little bit of the cement powder uh, just in case you mess up on it, okay? Uh, kind of reminds me of making pancakes in the morning, you know? Sometimes I have to add a little bit of, if I put too much water, I have to add a little bit more mix to it to make it, make it right. But anyways, uh, I guess pancakes and cement, uh, very similar. So um, when you get it, uh, you have to move pretty fast uh, when, you are, um, when you're mixing cement, okay? You have to move pretty fast because um, you don't want it to harden up. So you have to get it, you have to get it uh, right, and then you have to be able to use it uh, before it settles. And uh, that is one of the reasons why cement trucks are always moving. They're always moving uh, so that the cement does not harden. Now, one of the things that I didn't know um, about cement trucks is uh, apparently, um, uh, they were talking about this during the making of Cobra Kai. Apparently, um, and also too, I think I've seen it on Mythbusters as well, um, because they, they tried to throw dynamite in a, in a cement truck uh, to try and see if they can break up the cement that way. Um, they saw it in a movie and they wanted to try and duplicate it, uh, or they heard about it. So anyways, um, apparently uh, uh, cement trucks, they get the, their, uh, their delivery of uh, wet cement and then it constantly twirls around in the cement truck um, and then they bring it right to site. Okay, so they don't go very far. Uh, when they get the cement in the truck, they, they try to get it to the site in like less than uh, 15 minutes or half an hour um, so that it doesn't start hardening. So apparently that's time sensitive. Um, so, uh, in general, when you're doing this work task, you got to move fast to get a good consistency and then apply it to your situation, whether it be for a post uh, or patchwork for your driveway. So, that pretty much covers it for the work task of it. We're not going to go into too many details on um, doing cement work, you know, because it involves uh, masonry tools and all that but uh, the practical application that most kids and some adults would do um, is the, um, the very basics, you know. Um, but anyways, the martial art practice for mixing the cement, okay? Uh, first of all, our physical training, one of the things that you want to do uh, to coincide with your work tasks of mixing cement is to stretch out your lower back really good. Okay, so part of your physical training is to make sure you stretch out your lower back real good. 
it's always a good idea, okay, because your lower back is always used in a lot of lifting exercises. Uh, another thing you can do is a grip strength movement, okay. Um, uh, so this is a martial art drill. Um, you, um, in class, you face a partner. Um, now, in, um, at home, you can also face a partner with, their, with a brother or sister, or with a, your, your, you, can, you can work with your dad or your mom. You can uh, practice a drill by grabbing their clothing, clothing and trying to move them right or left, shifting their body off balance. This is called a grip strength movement exercise. Okay, so you have to grab them by the uh, triceps, grab them by the shoulders, grab them by the clothing, and try and get them to, sh to shift their body to the right or to the left. Okay, now this is a great exercise. I actually did this in, um, with one of my uh, master instructors before. And it was a great exercise to learn how to shift someone's weight when you're in that wrestling kind of clinch movement. Okay, so this is a practice in getting people off balance so that you can shift them to whatever your desired response is. So, for example, one of the things you could do for fun um, to follow up with this is to shift their weight forward and then quickly shift their weight back. Okay, now, typically um, a, a takedown maneuver is applied. Um, so that, you know, when you're shifting them forward, then all of a sudden you shift them back real quick, you can trip the back leg or trip the front leg to get them to fall, okay? So you're manipulating their body weight uh, by doing this exercise. It's a, it's a good exercise to do. Break this down, do it, and, uh, and uh, get good at it, okay? Um, also, too, another uh, physical training that we can do today is the claw finger strike, okay? Claw finger strike is done like a tiger claw, and you can do that 10 times on the right arm and now 10 times on the left arm in order to practice that, okay? Now, one of the good things about claw finger strike is that the way it's designed is you can hit with it with your palm using your fingers um, as added, um, uh, uh, I would say puncture wounds, but you're not really puncture unless you have sharp nails, um, but you can hit them with that hard too, and it's, um, it does more damage. But also, too, if you do have nails, um, you can use them to rake, okay? Uh, and when you rake uh, or wound somebody, um, it tends to cause pain, uh, thus allowing you to get away. So it's a great exercise to do when you're trying to uh, defend yourself, okay? Um, the claw finger strike can also be done, uh, can be used um, not just for a slashing movement or a puncture uh, bludgeoning movement, but also too can be used as a grapple as well. When you hit, then you can grab. Okay, so you can grab the clothing like the drill we did earlier with the uh, grip strength movement drill, um, and you can apply that as well. So then, one of the other things that you can do um, for a part of your physical training, your self defense training, is to um, work with a partner and work on stepping on the front foot, okay? I call this step on the front, front, step on the front foot training. <laughs> There's too many Fs in a row there. Um, what you do on this is that, uh, let's say that you're uh, sparring or you're uh, doing a defense drill of some kind, and um, the person keeps on trying to, um, to uh, escape, okay? Um, now, typically, this means that you would be the aggressor, but um, you don't really, sometimes in certain situations, you don't want 
your aggressor coming back to you when it's a good time for them, okay? So you may have to do something like this. So uh, what you do is when the person tries to uh, disengage from the fight, you focus on stepping on their front foot so they, they can't continue to move back. Um, that halts your uh, partner's um, progress backwards, and then it uh, feels like they are trapped in cement, which is the reason why I picked that one today. Uh, we thought it was kind of funny that you can be trapped in cement. So um, this was a trick that was used on me a lot uh, during my free sparring years. Uh, I had one guy who kept on uh, stepping on my front foot to keep me from moving back, and then he could try to um, you know, bludgeon me with the uh, pummels of the fist because uh, I couldn't use my kicks when he, when he, when he uh, did that. So um, it's a good self-defense maneuver. Um, it's kind of a trick, and it's kind of, um, it's kind of a little bit dirty. Um, but as I said, if you use it for the right reasons, you know, it could be a good one, you know, so. Um, next, um, let's talk about a little bit of today about the martial art mental training. Okay, a lot of things are, um, I told you guys a long time ago that I, I divided the martial art practice from the physical training and the mental training that goes along with martial arts. Um, they are both very important, you know. Um, you know. A lot of times our mental training is focused on goal setting and achievement and um, um, you know, doing the right thing. Um, where our physical training is, um, you know, as it says, it's for the development of our reflexes, development of our uh, strength, and development of our self-defense movements. Uh, but both are important, okay? Just think... Uh, about the kid who doesn't have the mental strength to do martial arts, which I've encountered quite a few in my years, okay? You want to have the mental strength to do it too, to see things through, okay? Um, one of the things is, is if you look at martial arts as just an activity, just an activity for someone. A lot of people do. You know, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing chess club, I'm doing cartooning, I'm doing martial arts. You know, it's just another activity, okay? And I happen to like cartooning, but... Um, I'm just making a joke about the fact that, uh, you know, sometimes people group it with all other activities, okay? And uh, to me, at least, martial arts is a lot more than that, okay? Martial arts sets the tone for everything else that we do. So if our martial art training is good and our focus is good, then we have a high level of achievement in everything we do. So um, that's why I think that the mental training is very important. That makes a person who's a average or below average martial artist into an awesome martial artist, okay? Uh, it's the mental training that keeps you engaged. It's your mental training that keeps you coming back to class. It's your mental training that even if you have a bad day in class or a bad day training at home, that you get back on that saddle again, on that horse, and you keep on training, okay? So let's look at the mental training for mixing cement, okay? So even though you may have achieved something, and accomplished a goal, you have to keep training and getting better, okay? That was the metaphor that Johnny Lawrence used in the Cobra Kai, okay? So even though you may have achieved something, okay, and you've accomplished a goal, you have to keep on training and getting better because a champion, champion never stops training, okay? Now, you don't have to be a champion like at a you know, All-Valley Karate Kid tournament, tournament, 
you don't have to be, um, you know, like uh, in, in a, um, you know, doing a competition where you win to be a champion, okay? A champion is someone who's has a high level of achievement, okay, in martial arts, okay? They, they're, uh, a champion can be just a normal student who's, who's, over, who's um, um, you know, conquered their fears, conquered the mental uh, part of their training. You know, someone who's, who's, who um, likes to, when the going gets tough, they keep going. Okay, so that's a champion to me. Uh, much like a student who gets their black belt. You know, a student who gets their black belt. Um, in our martial arts, pretty deep in the uh, training. So once you get your black belt, you still got a lot to learn, you know, um, all the way to the second degree black belt, which then you still have a lot to learn. So there's a lot of things that, can, that, that, that are good for the merits of someone who's accomplished a big goal and to keep on training and getting better. Now, even if, for example, uh, most of you guys don't know, I was a second degree black belt for like eight years, okay? Because those were the years that um, I just finished college. Um, I was trying to make it in my career. I moved around a lot. There was no martial arts school in my style that was next to me. So I just did the self-training for eight years, okay? But I never stopped training. So even though I wasn't attending a class, I was an instructor. I could break down the techniques and teach them. So I was able to break down my own techniques and train during that time. I trained with other fellow students too when I, and uh, instructors whenever I, I could. So I was uh, still training, even though I wasn't in class. So I recommend that to all my students. Make sure you keep training. Um, if you don't keep training, you'll get stuck just like cement. And there's no improvement in your techniques. No improvement. Okay, we need to always get better and focus on moving forward in our training. Okay, we need to always get better and focus on moving forward in our training. Okay, um, one one thing I'll share with you guys. Um, there's this uh, picture. I, I, my family's been circling around on Facebook, and it, it shows a uh, an inchworm, and the inchworm is not moving forward very much. Okay. Um, this they, they're showing like a, it's like a time lapse thing where the inchworm is barely moving forward, but they are still moving forward. You see, so even if sometimes um, in your training that you're a little slower, you know, um, as long as you're still moving forward, that's the important thing. Okay, and that's important with everything in life. Okay, if you keep on moving forward, no matter how slow, you're still moving forward. Okay, now of course sometimes. It's good to speed that up, you know, as well. But we want you to keep moving forward nonetheless. So um, that uh, pretty much sums up our mental training in our martial arts. So um, remember to fully learn Miyagi-Do Karate or any martial arts, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. I mean, who'd have thought that mixing cement would actually be a martial art lesson? You know, I didn't. But, you know, we saw it on Cobra Kai, so I thought we'd talk about it today. Um, hope you guys are pretty excited about the new Cobra Kai season coming out. I'm looking forward to it. I believe it's, uh, they postponed it a little bit more, so it looks like it's going to come out around the first of the year. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing that and seeing what new things they have for us.
But uh, anyways, the technique of the week, the technique of the week is the claw finger strike. Okay, very versatile technique as we talked about. Good for hitting, good for uh, extra bludgeoning power, as well as extra uh, scratching and wound power, and the ability to grab your opponent and to manipulate them the way that you need to in order to defend yourself. Okay? Um, the secret phrase. The secret phrase this week is get stuck like cement. Okay? So get stuck like cement. Okay? So we don't want to get stuck like cement. Okay? But we had to keep it short. So we said get stuck like cement. Okay? So if you don't keep on training, you get stuck like cement. We don't want to do that. So make sure that you keep on training. Okay? Uh, remember um, that we are uh, still doing our podcast every week. Um, sometimes we uh, go a little bit, uh, a couple days late uh, because of the different things that we are doing here. Uh, but um, we still want you to keep on uh, listening to our podcast and enjoying the martial art insight for both instructors, adult students, teenage students, as well as our kids. Okay, so we want you guys all to get better. Keep on training at home, whether you're my current student, my future student, or my previous student. Uh, I hope that you uh, keep on training and never and always be a champion. Okay, so remember, we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and of course, a better world. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.